Coming up on Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Guess what word you can spell with these bloody letters? The shotgun fires. I gotta hope he doesn't roll too well. I need to be able to target this thing. I've never been one for taking damage. I like to give it. Don't kill us. Don't kill us. God, I'm so torn here. Don't kill him. Rosetta, get out of the way. (laughs) Oh. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Dude, watch where you're shooting that thing. Do you want a piece of this? I'm gonna hex the shit out of that man. I'm gonna be a door-throwing bastard. I'm drawing my damn righteous fury. And then something interesting will happen after that. Okay, well, let's get this party rolling. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you so much for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 46. It's another session of our Dresden Files campaign, and it is, well, about two weeks from the last issue's release, so I'm rather happy about that. One thing I want to mention, and I will remind you again at the end of our program, we had to discontinue comments on the blog. It just, long story, it involved the website getting hacked and snowballing out of control, and then we had to take steps to solve that problem. So anyway, the upshot is the comments have been discontinued. So if you want to comment on the shows where everyone can see it and respond, I encourage you to do so. And the way I encourage you to do it is to like us, on Facebook. Just do a search. Monkeys took my jetpack. Jetpack is one word. Yes, I know it's spelled wrong. I don't care. It flows better. So, just do a search. Monkeys took my jetpack. Like us, and then we will keep issue updates current so that you can comment to your heart's content and we can get discussion going. So, enough about that. Let's get on with the issue. Our cast includes... Trilobite as our GM extraordinaire. Oh, God. Yours truly, Blind Geek, as David Mercury. Oh, shit. Josh as Ezra Crooklyn. God damn it. And Moondog as Logan Shaw. Crap. There you go. So, without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage. Sit back. Relax. And enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack, issue number 46, Echo Terrorist. Hey, speaking of these awesome characters and how well they play off each other, (laughs) you guys feel like doing some Dresden Files? Sure. Excellent. Hey, you know, we haven't been doing the minor milestones thing, and I got the feeling that was because you guys were pretty comfortable with where your characters were at the moment. Just wanted to offer you the opportunity to make any minor adjustments based on how your characters have played out so far. Maybe, but I don't know how to manifest it. He's not as angry as I thought he would be when I initially conceived him, and I don't really want to make him more angry because I don't play it well. It tends to be very melodramatic and not... Mercury smash! Yeah, I just don't have any. Yeah, so I think I will make one nice. minor change. Okay, what's that? I'm going to take conviction off my average skills mm-hmm. and put drive in since I'm going to yeah, be riding a motorcycle. Works. And you have been doing a lot of that. Yeah, I can see that as a theme. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I wanted to maybe change. That totally works for me. Do it. It's done, sir. Excellent. We were about to get 
into some kicking ass and taking names, but I can't remember why because I'm bad uh, there and was didn't some, take notes. Wow, really? There's like this crazy evil dentist chair machine in front of some crazy evil non-Euclidean arch in the That's middle right. of a bunker, and we were debating on whether or not we should destroy it. Yes, because we had... Uh, which probably looks like a good idea to destroy it, except I'm concerned if we destroy it. I'm convinced that that thing is sucking people's souls out. I'm concerned that if we uh, destroy it, we won't be able to get the souls back. Didn't okay, Eric fire well, a bunch of bullets into it? Yes. Um, oh, I, okay. Yeah. Mercury already destroyed it. In fact, like, when, <laughs> when he saw that it had sort of grabbed Ezra... Because um, Ezra, you were looking at it. Oh yeah, it kind of got me. Uh, it kind of got me all like, "Oh, look at that thing!" Ooh, that's yeah, it, like the moment that happened. Basically, Mercury just drew his revolver, and Mister, he's not as angry as I thought he would be. <laughs> <laughs> Who earlier just blew a guy off a motorcycle for no reason? Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, okay, shot never the mind. arch, and it exploded, and you guys were all. Battered with some sort of hideous fluid oh, right. that was like eating into you, and Mercury was able to tell that it was soul stuff and had That's shouted right. that out. That's and right. And that within that, the stuff that was eating into you it was like the antithesis of life itself. There was yeah, like this like, chewed up, processed soul stuff that had all been contaminated with like anti life. High life equation. Yeah, Trilobite, I, I apologize for, I, but the last, I was kind of. Medication was kicking in, and the last fifteen minutes of that game session is kind of a kind of a well, blur. Listen, buddy, you can have two things in this world: you can have results or excuses. You gotta <laughs> decide which one you want. Yeah, chakra sheep. Well, <laughs> could I be some sort of hideous shark sheep hybrid? I like the way That's you think, kid. You'll go far in this company. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, there was a horrendous. Scream, which was very familiar to Ezra. And all of you, including you, uh, Logan, yes, you sir? could feel like this attention turned on you. Uh, you could feel that something had turned its dread gaze upon your souls. Uh, the scream was Echo. No, the scream was the same horrific sound that you heard oh, when oh, that oh. manifestation of whatever it was attacked you. Yes, evil unknown thing. Scream. Okay. Yep. Rosetta had been keeping up some sort of veil, Ezra, from what you could tell, between you and the farmhouse, because Pace, the guy you've deduced is the warlock behind all this, had come out and was kind of looking around. And she was, like, sweating in concentration, keeping this veil up. But when the arch exploded and there's this horrible scream, you you get the feeling all bets are off. All right. So that's about where we was. All right. Okay, so he blew up the arch. The chair is still intact? Yes. And the magic circle ring that looks like it might be made out of machine parts that's around the chair is also still intact. So what's the warlock doing? Okay, well, let's get this party rolling. <laughs> Discipline roll from saying, everybody. Was, oh, really? Yeah, I got a and Josh, what were you saying? One. I was thinking the other day, it's like, oh, I should look at that thing with my sight and see what's up. But he blew it up, and it's probably not a good idea anyway. Now that I remember what you had told me, oh, probably not a good idea. 
<laughs> sure, go ahead. Look at that. No, we'll, we'll work. Maybe, no, no, maybe after that, maybe I make sure that armed guards aren't coming at us. Okay. I got a six for discipline. I've Roger got that. one. I got a four. Mm, okay. So, Mercury. Mm-hmm. This thing has turned its attention on you specifically. Maybe drawn by your faith or knowing that you are an agent of the light, it has focused all its dark power on you. You feel weird and disoriented, like everything is distant and doesn't really matter that much. Okay. And let's see, you had a one, right? Yep. Okay. So I need you to mark off your second mental stress box. All right. It is only the one that gets marked off, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. You are 100% correct, sir, as usual. (laughs) I like your attitude to steal that from uh, Josh. I like the way you think you're going to go find this company. You said the second one, right? (laughs) Yes, the second one. There we go. And it's up to you how you want to play that out. That's not an aspect that's on you or anything. That's just, you know, how you feel. The next thing that happens is the earth Bucks and heaves. An earthquake rolls through the valley. The uh, entire area now has the aspect, the uneasy earth. And now we can get into alertness and initiative and stuff. Do you guys want me to lay out the zones and everything beforehand, or do you just want to sort of roll and do it as we go? I think do it, as, do we it go. as we go. If there's someone that shows up, you know, just say, like, and they're two zones away with sniper rifles or whatever, then that's... Okay, yeah. works for me. So what are we looking at for alertness here? <laughs> and I think we had decided to do alertness plus a roll. I believe that was what our decision was. I got a three. I have a two. I got a five. Nice. Logan, I'm going to say that your men that you have positioned around the valley are Uh going to go off of your initiative, and you basically tell me what they're doing. Gotcha. All right. So, David. Okay. Now, the stuff that has put its attention on me is causing what now for me to take the mental stress? It's, It's like you've taken, like, a cold knife right through the top of your head and down into your heart. Okay. And everything feels very distant and unimportant. I would like to try to use my inner strength and faith to counteract this feeling. Mm-hmm. Sounds to me like you're trying to put an aspect on yourself, maybe. Or you're possibly trying to do a sort of mental counterattack against this dread being. That's more like what I'm trying to do. Okay, yeah, so it's a mental counterattack. Yeah, um, using my conviction, if I can... Yeah. Okay, that's at plus five at the moment. Superb. And that's not a good sign. <laughs> ah, I am at seven when all is said and done. Ooh. So describe this to me. How does this work for you? I feel the knife coldness in the top of my head and I start to, it's inner so I don't know how it would manifest itself they would probably just see him get a glazed look and then he bows his head and snaps out of it and whatever happens to this thing, plus seven is pretty good so I think I'm going to let that I'm going to let that stand on its own without any aspects or anything adding to it So internally is it 
prayer? Is it a summoning of, you know, how does it work for you internally? Internally, it is a combination of prayer and summoning of his inner strength. All right. So for you, in, in your mental landscape, and you know this is internal and none of the others can see it, mm-hmm. it's like everything is dim and you're sort of in this blue-black light. Above you is some sort of writhing mass of tendrils of smoke, not like physical tendrils, but wisps of dark smoke and cloud with lightning flashing inside it. And they are reaching out toward you and into the top of your head. And as you calm yourself, you begin to glow and it drives those back, dissipating them and causing the being to shrink back into itself. Sweet. Okay. Next, Rosetta shouts, Ezra, I'm going to get the threshold. And she, from from her cloak, draws the silver spike. It gleams in the moonlight, and she drives it down into the ground. There's a weird rolling wash of tingling like pins and needles up through the soles of your feet, up through your body, and you can feel some of the boosted threshold around this area drop. The threshold is now down to two. Two. All right. Ah, that certainly helps. And that brings it to you, Ezra. Okay. Can I see this thing that's attacking David? You have a very good lore, so you can feel it. And if you were to look with a capital L, you're certain. Yep, that will do it, it, then. I need to be able to target this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I will look. Bit my hands, rub my eyes. Mm-hmm. Squeegee open that third eye. Okay. And you make a discipline roll, if I remember correctly, to understand what you're seeing. But really, here you don't need to understand it. Yeah, I can see it. I need the lore roll to understand what I'm seeing. Discipline check to resist getting mentally blasted by whatever horrific reality I am seeing. Okay. I'm not going to worry about the uh, lore roll to interpret it, unless you want to try to give me. it. It will give me a... Oh, yeah, I'm going to peer at it, because I, I, okay. I would like to have the aspect tag, to be honest. Excellent. You give me the difficulty. You're making a lower roll against a difficulty of four. Intensity, I guess, would be... Excuse that. me, an intensity. Thank you. A four. Woo. Yeah, no problem. Four. Wow, four shifts. No, no, four total. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you got four over so, four. I'm no, like, no shift. You're really good. <laughs> All right. So, yes, you see this being, it is the same as what you saw before, what you saw in the attic where you performed your first scrying. Hey, I recognize you. And it is focused on David. You can tell there's something about the light. You can see him, and he is glowing with a golden white light that's painful to look at. It's like the platonic essence of fire. That's David? Yeah. And behind him are rays of light spread out from his shoulders in two arcs parallel to the ground. And something about that is drawing this being. You can see that it is made up of many smaller parts, like smaller copies of itself. Uh, Like a jellyfish colony type of thing? Yeah. And those have a odd bio-organic look, which definitely echoes the arch 
and the chair and the cage. In fact, you can see now that's all part of the same being. And there's tendrils of it reaching out all around you. Okay. Cool. Many parts. I know what I'm going to do to them. So what's the aspect here? Well, what exactly are you, you're trying to look at the, the I'm thing trying to look at it. So to I'm thinking get... something like colony critter would be fine or like many parts. Yeah, that would work. It would be uh, many parts loosely tied to this location. Excellent. All right, now I got to make the little discipline check Ooh. to thin to, uh, and shallow tendrils. There we go. Thin and shallow tendrils also work. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need to make the discipline check to avoid getting mind blasted. Mm-hmm. And this is basically me making a mental attack. Yes, against my discipline, and I've got mm-hmm. a total of six. Okay, versus a three over here. Believe it or not. So fine. So, uh, yeah, I'm to going to keep my eye open because I have to see this thing to target it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember correctly, that doesn't take any time to do the whole open the eye thing. No, it's right. instantaneous. So, what I'm going to do, Earth-based evocation using gravity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tear this thing apart. I'm going to tear it apart and scatter it to the five winds. I can safely summon up four points that's not going to do it. I'm going to go. Got that I can tag. I've got some other thing. I can tag that for free. I've still got the previous view I did on this location. I can tag. Mm-hmm. The uh, protection weakened by perversion. I can tag. So that's another mm-hmm. one I can tag. And then I've got some points I can tag. So that's a whole lot of... I'm going to go for 10 shifts. Ooh. All right. So spend your fate points and tell me exactly how well, these I'm aspects gonna, are working I'm gonna, in. I'm going to make the roll first and see how many okay. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take at least a six stress mental hit because I'm summoning... I'm sorry, I've got a conviction of four. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take at least a seven hit mental stress. I've got ten ships i got to control. So I'm making my conviction check... Plus four. All right. That's not going to work. What'd you get? Right now I'm at a three. I need to get some more shifts here. Spending a fate point for a Bohemian Wizard to reroll. That's much better. Okay. So that's a six I got. So now I only got to bring up ten more. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting him with a six. Now tell me how Bohemian Wizard, like, work it into the narrative for okay. me as you tag uh, each of these. Bohemian or, Wizard, tagging mm-hmm. reroll, going by my pure wizardly training to control the uh, gravity magic through as I'm pulling energy from Gaia itself. Mm-hmm. I am also going to then tag for free my go-go boots, which gives me the sticky aspect, gravity is my bitch. Okay. <laughs> So now, yes, gravity's my bitch, so that brings it up to an eight. And give me just a little bit of description on that, like what that would look like. Um, I'm not really stomping my feet, but you can see I'm shifting my weight, centering my uh, my center of gravity as it is. It looks like I'm willing myself to stick to the ground. And I can see gravity as color and light and can just kind of manipulate it with my own thoughts. Cool. So that brings me to eight. I'm going to tag Thin and Shallow Tendrils. Mm-hmm. I can tag that for free because I set that up through the maneuver there. 
that guy is he's thin, he's shallow, he's easy to rip apart. So no problem there. Good. Using waves of gravity pull and tear him apart. That brings me to ten. And oh what the hell? I've got it still, I may as well tag it while I can. The protection weakened by perversion. Oh that's okay, I gotta tag it anyway because I gotta get through the uh threshold. Yeah, you got the two shift threshold. Per- yeah, that'll take me to ten perfectly. Protection is weakened by perversion. Oh, I can just the threshold has been weakened by perversion, so easily enough mm-hmm. to break through. Okay. So I'm coming at it, hitting it with the six. I got a six to attack, and then it would be a plus ten weapon. Blasting at it. Just a rippling wave of gravity trying to tear it asunder. And you can feel as you do this, there are two beings. Oh, wait, that guy takes some stress. Hold on. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are two powerful beings which you are drawing some of this energy from as you draw on Gaia. The Earth has two powerful representatives almost directly below this location. You can feel that energy as you're doing this. So that's a six attack, and it's a weapon ten, right? Yep. Okay. This thing gets a seven on its defense. Does it? Yes. That means I wouldn't hit it. But doesn't the weapon... No, weapon adds to the difference. But I will spend this other fate point here. Mm-hmm. Boost it up to an eight. Ooh. Or that voodoo that I do. Ah, and give me just, again, have, just a little bit of description there. Voodoo that I do, it's just my power is barely controlled, bubbling under the surface, clothes and hair rippling in the breeze that doesn't exist just from pure gravity waves, probably doing some Dragon Ball Z earth-shattering beneath my feet. <laughs> cool. That brings it to an eight. Ooh. So then uh, that gives us a difference of one and weapon ten. So 11 points of damage. Wow. Take a okay. three-point mental stress hit and a uh, four-point mental consequence of blinding headache. Oof. Blinding yeah. migraine. Four is pretty severe, as I recall. It's not the highest, but it's not anything to sneeze at. Yeah. That's a moderate. Okay. So this entity shifts and twists away, moving up through higher dimensions, trying to escape partially into cracks in this threshold that led it in in the first place. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's trying to draw itself away and into some of the people here to hide inside them. Ah. But you catch it in mid-translation. The waves uh, strike it, and the light and color of the gravity and the earth power tears away whole fractal sections of it, each part disappearing and, yeah. and shriveling away. And what is left is no more than like a smoky shadow, like a, a thin portion of it. And it withdraws almost entirely into the never-never. Nice. So you have essentially taken it out of the scene. You can tell you did not destroy this being, but it's not coming back to this site anytime soon. It'll certainly remember me. Yes. Yes, it will. (laughs) That may not be a good thing. My name's Ezra Kirkland. Remember it, bitch. Oh, wait. Shit. (laughs) Say that. I would yeah, totally yeah. give you a fate point if you actually say absolutely that. do say that. Yeah, I'm a little bit excellent. Country. I hope to God you have a middle name. 
I have a middle name. I probably got two of them. (laughs) (laughs) Ezra, Ulysses, Beauregard, Kirkland or something. You know, I like that. I think that should be it. I believe it will be, yes. That's that's got a nice flow to it. Sounds nice in Kentucky. Before we forget. (laughs) Okay. So, Logan. How do you have to spell Beauregard? Yo. So I'm going to go full vampire. Are we on the same round? Yeah, yes. so I haven't gone yet. Good God. Okay, I'm. Not, that's not a judgment on your GMing trial of it. I was just surprised. I figured yeah, right. when I got back. Yes, spell casting takes some time. Okay. Plus, I had the site on top of it, so I did. Ah, okay. I, I, I just was surprised is all. Not a I had two things up a lot of time. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> so okay, I'm so going to use my inhuman speed. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to dash to the door. Then I'm going to use my hum- inhuman strength. I'm going to rip the door off the hinges and I'm going to throw it at the warlock. Oh, man. So, which door? Because you are standing right by these big, heavy oak doors to the apple cellar. However, beyond the warlock, there's a big, brushed metal door that leads into his. Two pyramid squashed together house. Hmm. Well, you, you know, are standing that... right by some big old farm doors. Oh yeah, those are what. I, this round I'll throw those, and maybe next round I'll throw the other ones. I'm going to be a door throwing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to take a aspect on that. You've got this thing about throwing heavy objects. <laughs> I do, don't I? <laughs> well, if you've got the strength, use it. Logan smash. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. This is a might roll? Yeah, that sounds good to me. I can't really see using weapons with this, honestly. No, I can't either. It's more of a physical strength thing. Yep. So give me a might roll, and the warlock standing in the doorway and the two women with him, they're going to pull him back. Okay. Us other two don't know he's a warlock, right? Well, I'm saying that out of character. I mean, I just know he's a bad guy, and oh, I know, but I'm you're just... beating up everything else. <laughs> Actually, Rosetta had described him as a warlock. Oh, oh okay, good enough for me. I'm going to tag a fate point right now, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to re-roll. Works for me. So when I grab the door, my grip slips a little bit, so I hunker down, and I'm going to throw the door. And okay. That's one of my three fate points because it wasn't a good roll. I got the same roll. <laughs> That's the way it works. Um, I'm going to spend another fate point, mm-hmm. and I'll tag not beyond brutality. Yeah, that works for me. And this whole that attack will... works like that for me. <laughs> yep. And that'll make it a, a total of three. I got to hope he doesn't roll too well. Okay, so you got three successes coming in there. Yeah. Let me take a quick look at inhuman strength, see if there's any modifiers or anything that might apply. The only here. thing that's going to help it is if I hit, then I can do hammer throw, which shifts it two up. So it's on damage. Yeah, that's hammer blows, but it includes thrown weapons and stuff, so I totally would let that apply. Right. I didn't see anything else. Uh, most of the other stuff talks about athletic skills. Mm-hmm. So maybe it would help me to rip the doors off the hinges if they were on hinges, but I don't see it helping them throw. So one of these great doors, twice the height of a man and uh, as wide as you can stretch your arms, just sails through the air awkwardly. It's kind of tilting off to the side. 
you can see the two women that are with this big sort of rugby player looking guy, the one that Rosetta called a warlock. They throw him back, almost tackling him bodily back into the doorway. The big barn door strikes the house, siding cracks off, a window shatters, and the door rests against the wall, blocking most of the doorway and your sight. You can't really tell what happened in there, but... I'll live with that. You hit the house, for sure. Hit it with the broadside of a barn door. I'll be damned. (laughs) (laughs) So what about your men? Let's see. Well, they were going to start firing at the warlock, but now that he's sort of back into his house and the door's blocking it, they are going to go ahead and move to my six. Okay. And uh, Victor, who was with me... Uh, moves to my side. Takes him a moment to get there, of course, because he's not quite as fast as me. Gotcha. Well, I think he is. Yeah, who could be? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can hear shouting from inside the house. One woman's voice in particular is um, very high and clear. It sounds like she's giving orders. Hard to make out exactly what she's saying. And you're using the beast. So your hunter's senses detect motion, Logan. And you see the barrels of a double-barreled shotgun poked through the small angle between the barn door and the doorway of the house. Uh, You see this just as the shotgun fires. Crap. Okay. So you can give me a defense roll. Am I using athletics? That's up to you, depending sort of on what you want to do. I mean, you could just stand there and take it if you want. (laughs) I've never been one for taking damage. I like to give it, so I'm going to try to dodge. Okay, then that's an athletics roll. Give me just a little bit of description on the dodge. I see the shotgun poked out the Mm -hmm. door, and instead of actually like physically jumping out of the way, I'm just going to try to bend or contort my body in a way you know that makes them maybe miss my chest it's more of a bending move than anything sort of bending out of the well it's a shotgun damn it yeah that works yeah but it's a shotgun so it's a spray area it's okay it's cinematic enough that it i okay. like it and it, and it okay. works works for me oh crap i got a three well that's okay because uh <laughs> they actually ended up with a one Good for them. They know. I stick my tongue out at them. (laughs) The door that you did not wrench off because it was these big double doors, a couple big heavy pellets strike the door, splintering the heavy aged wood there, but they all pass over you. I think I should roll for some of my goons that were moving to behind me. No, because they were up on the cliffs beforehand. What about Victor? Victor was by your side, and he's got body armor on. Okay. So I he's actually okay. So that you hit whatever you need to hit. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And we are back up to David. Okay. Where is Warlock, dude? In his house. Did you not hear that? I'm just making sure I'm clear. You think he's in his house. Logan ripped off the, the a door. door to the apple right. cellar and right. threw it, and it hit the other house. Right. And then someone fired a shotgun. Right. But there were multiple people, so I'm kind of confused oh. as to where. Okay. He got pulled into the house. After that, we don't know. Yep. Okay. Into the house. Into the house. 
Well, let's go into the house, damn it. You know, this guy was consorting with powers of darkness. Yes, he was. I'm drawing my damn uh, righteous fury. Uh Uh-huh. My fury arm, as it were. And you are sort of consumed by righteous fury, he said, offering a fee point. Oh, I'll take it. Okay, so how do you fly off the righteous Uh, people? How do you go all Temple of the Money Changers on him? I don't have the kind of strength it would take to rip off the other door. No. But I do have a gun with the capability of doing some pretty serious damage for that. So I will start firing shots in the general direction of the warlock. So basically firing at the barn door that's resting up against the house. Yes. Yes, well... (laughs) And shouting scripture at the top of my lungs. Excellent. Old Testament scripture. Yes. Ooh, this moderate consequence lasts till the end of next session. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Right. I can do a spell like that for a while. That sounds like a weapons roll to me. And your true aim, using the weapon in alignment with its purpose, applies here. So your weapons skill would be one higher. Wouldn't it be guns? Wouldn't it be guns? Excuse me, your gun skill would be one higher. Okay. Well, then, my gun starts at plus six. Oof. Oh. And ends up at plus nine. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Neck deep, don't forget. Or over our head, whatever. We are movers and shakers. Right. Yes, indeed. It always makes me happy to see big numbers on the player's side. Yes. I figure the dice are, are being nice to me this week because they kicked my ass last week. That's my superstition. So, describe this to me. How's this um, work? Are we seeing, like, big fist-sized holes punched in the Oh, yeah, these or? big old mini... I picture the bullets that come out of this thing almost looking like mini rockets. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just like... <laughs> big old chunks coming out of the door. I would be venture to say there's some breaking glass from far off where these mm-hmm. things punch through one side punch of the house, through one side of the house and out the other side. Yeah. Hey, so let's see. That was plus how much total? Plus nine. Plus nine total. Yes. You see a brown haired female figure whip back out of the doorway, not dodging, clearly caught by at least one of the rounds. Okay. And the shotgun goes flying out of her hands as the door that was blocking the doorway uh, splits in half and cracks. You see a woman who was shielding the big guy with her body push him with her last effort, and she collapses on the ground. From what you see, two of the rounds took her through the upper torso. There's no saving her. She's gone. Okay. Because... This is supposed to have some sort of negative consequence because I took a fate point for it. Is that person that... Well, no. Let me just put it out this way. I want one of my bullets to hit someone it shouldn't have if it hasn't already. Because That's up to you. It could be some don't, of these... Don't hit Echo. God damn it. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of where I was heading because... The one is... that's already dead. Don't let that be Echo. <laughs> It may be that you have already hit someone that okay. you should well, have. Well, that's why I put it out there for you, because I didn't. I don't know who all the players in the scene are. 
Exactly. So and you just fired away at it. That, okay. That's already a negative enough consequence. Okay, and there enough. may be more to come. Okay. I am hounded by anger. Mm-hmm. Righteous though it may sometimes be. Dude, watch where you're shooting that thing. Do you want a piece of this? Your no. sight is still open. Oh, God, yeah. He is literally <laughs> oh, blazing. He turns upon you a towering figure of fire and light with a great halo, like a sun disk, blazing behind him. The Lord God will not be mocked! So, discipline roll to avoid uh, for the mental attack, hey? Yes. Is that what we're saying? Because mm-hmm. it's my turn that now, is, right? That is precisely what we are saying. Yeah, well. well, that's you realize uh-huh. that you can still see him despite the fact that everything else is blackness and purple stars. Oh, yeah. I rolled a three, so what's that? <laughs> so that would be your the intensity. The, yeah. yeah, the intensity here basically got a four. Okay, it got a four. I'm going to spend my one and only fate point. <laughs> <laughs> I got friends in low places. I've seen angry people before, sure. Okay, not like this exactly, but... Uh, I've seen some bad things. I've seen some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. That or like my Bohemian Wizard actually has given me uh, the mental training to withstand the shock and horror. Okay, that works. Let's go with that. Because ordinarily I think that would tick off like your first mental stress box. It would, but more importantly I want to be able to shut this down now. Since I'm gotcha. And that's what I will do. You're dimly aware of Rosetta shouting something as you struggle to shut down the sight. Now there, I believe you have to make a... Is that one no, a discipline If I make the discipline roll, I can shut it down. Ah, then you can shut it down. Good. They combined it into one step. I like that. I keep it up. I got to keep making it. But if yep. I make the discipline roll, I can shut it down. If I don't make the discipline roll, I'm stuck. Ah. The world of the elements returns to your senses. The ground is bucking under you. Rosetta is shouting something. You're blind. Well, I'm dizzy. <laughs> Not yeah. blind, blind, but it's like that whole, like, I don't want to look at things. My head hurts. Ow. That was bleeding. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm in a bad way. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> what was that, Rosetta? I couldn't hear you. She's what gone. Logan, you heard her say that she was going to take out the pylon. Ah, okay. Then she disappeared, and there's a spreading cloud of smoke where she was. Oh. Very Batman. I still get an action this round. I'm actually just going to spend it to uh, use my rote spell. Only one mental stress. No problem and no roll required, because it's rote. Uh, That's why you're training them. That's right. Bringing up my... Panzerhut spell, armored skin spell. Uh, I shout out Panzerhut, and there's a smell of old iron, and my skin kind of shimmers and takes a look and texture of old cast iron. Good Black. stuff. Spots of rust pitted here and there. And how much protection does that give you again? That's a reminder. two points of armor, actual armor, not a block. Uh, gotcha. Two armor lasts for two exchanges. Very, very good. And then I'm running after dude. Oh, so you're running into the house. Well, yeah, that's where the guy with the gun is heading. Yep. Or, or, mm-hmm. I know those wardens owe me. I could be convinced to go with her. Your choice. But you got to decide fast. Depends if I get a fate point for going with the wardens owe me or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds interesting to me. I would offer you a fate point. 
All right, then I will follow her. I'll follow the leggy blonde instead of the old taxi driver. <laughs> you can't actually see her, but she did shout out where she was I, going. I know where she was going. He didn't hear her either. Oh, yeah, he kind of had an idea. Mm, I already gave you the fate point. I'm going to say you sort of know how she operates. Oh, I bet she's or... going after the pylon. That's what I'd do if I was the warden. They owe me. God damn it. I better help them. <laughs> that works worse. for me. Okay. All right, Logan. This guy with the gun screaming around me, and there's a scary vampire demon next to me. It's like, yeah, all things considered. I'm not scary at all. Let's go with the surfer chick. Compared to everything else you've dealt with, I'm the least scariest. You know what? That's a good point, sir. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Don't call me scary. Point conceded. Thank you. All I do is throw stuff at people. So did Eric get the door that I threw open? Sort of. When David fired at the... Uh, house, several of the rounds punched through, and it, it basically like split down sorts of, it's sort of half blocking the door. So I could get through? You could get through, it would be uh, like a one point barrier between the front yard zone where you are, and the house zone. Meaning uh, it would just take you like an athletics roll. Uh, you would just need one shift okay. on an athletics roll to do it. Well, that's where I'm headed, because I'm going to plow through that door then. That way, you know, when David starts firing again, he can get me too. Okay. So, so an athletics roll? Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing my athletics is good. I got a three total. Oh, that's fine then. You well, my athletics is four, so I I didn't roll too well. You stomp okay. and kick the door out of your way or vault over it or... I think I'm going to vault over it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I'm in the room, can I see anybody? Yes. Off to one side, there's a woman, brown hair, lying over her face. She's got what looks like a bulletproof vest on over... It looks like she threw it on over some lingerie. And she's dead. She's been thrown off to the side. It looks like at least one of the rounds caught her and just went straight through the body armor back out the other side. She's lying on this beautiful Persian carpet in a spreading pool of her own blood, the double-barreled shotgun lying near one lifeless hand. In front of you is another woman, red-haired, all done up like she was in some sort of period 50s outfit, and she got shot twice through the upper torso, and it looks like she dragged herself a short distance along the carpet before dying. There's the big front room. You can see frantic activity in a short hallway down there, and there's women running all over the place. People are screaming, and you can just make out the tall, heavily built guy with the aggressive crew cut being hustled by several women into a side door. Does he notice me? Doesn't look like it. There's too much confusion in here. I can't get any relief. I never (laughs) get any relief. Okay. Anything like a vase or anything that I can throw? Certainly. This place is very nicely appointed. So uh, like a nice Ming vase looking thing. Something from some Chinese dynasty for sure. One of them. They're all good. Okay. I'm reading something I want to do, and it doesn't say I need to make eye contact with them. 
or anything like that. So I'm going to try this, and it's on page 172. All right, let me take a quick look here. I'm going to try to incite emotion on the guy. Mm-hmm. And I do have the range. Yeah, I remember you had spent the points necessary for that. Yep, so I can go up to one zone away without touching them. Nowhere in here do I see where I have to make eye contact or they have to be aware of me. No, I don't see anything about that either. So I am going to try to... The emotion I picked for that is despair. Hmm. As I recall, this was tied into your... Not... It's not, okay. Page 189 is the emotional vampire. I recall incorrectly then. Okay. Yep, that's my compassion. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's on page 189. It's a different... I have emotional vampire, and then I have incite emotion. Okay. I just had thought you had tied the two together. Anyway, continue. No, I didn't want to tie them together, because why do I want to put compassion into everybody? Well, to feed on them, but, you know, no, I want to give him despair. So, your demon flickers out toward him, and you are aware, as it moves out and toward him, there's kind of a hollow emptiness inside you. You have passed through a threshold by bounding in here. So you're facing a three-shift block. Mm. Okay. I'll try it. Do you want me to use Deceit or Intimidation? Either one would work. Which one's better for you? Intimidation. And Intimidation seems appropriate in this circumstance. Anyways, That's what I thought, too. But I have a six. Now, let's see. You're facing a three-point block. Mm-hmm. So that drops it down to three, mm-hmm. and uh, he is going to try to resist here. Mm-hmm. There we are. Okay, so uh, your demon flickers out toward him, and it recoils from something slippery and knotted that is wound about his aura. And it feels to you like it's tied in with the auras of the women around him, too, like okay. before the are uh, the the couple that are closest to him. It's like it's all Mm. one big, unhealthy, tumorous aura. And the beast within you is not able to draw on it, to move through that aura the way it normally does. That's okay. Gives me good information. So it served a purpose. Good. I'm done then. And Victor is right with you. He's covering the area. Most of the people you see in here, well, there are several women cowering in corners on the ground with their hands over their heads. The rest are all forming sort of a human shield around this guy. And he looks at you. I could take him. He's holding up a powerful assault rifle. You know it'll cut right through the walls and right through the human shield. God, I'm so torn here. Do I see what's your name? Echo, give me a quick alertness roll, because you only sort of know what she looks like. Yeah, I got an eight. You don't see her. Open fire. There's a tremendously loud, deafening chattering as the weapon fires. There's screams, which are cut all too short, and the activity at the end of the hallway ceases. David, that brings us back to you. Yes, I am still under the influence of the righteous fury, I would imagine. Sounds good to me. And I'm, with purpose, stalking through this house. Mm-hmm. You uh, feel yourself pass through the threshold okay. as you move in, and some of the fire dims. And you're aware of 
tendrils of that same smoky influence drifting all over here. They feel as if they're dissipating, but that's all you can really feel. You're not usually tuned into this sort of thing, but it's strong enough here that you can feel it. How far away am I from everybody else at this point? Uh, You can see, God, what looks like a bunch of people who just got all shot up. Victor is standing there with an AK-47 at his shoulder, aiming it coolly down the hall. The walls are all torn up, and it looks like there's a whole bunch of people who got shot up about 20 feet away at the end of a hall. And I'm standing next to Victor. Okay. I was going to... You know what? I'm going to do it since I've got enough fate points to spare. Do it. I'm taking a fate point, and I'm tagging the uneasy earth aspect Mm -hmm. for no apparent reason other than just to watch Victor fall on his face with the AK-47 in his hand. Works for me. Okay, so spend the fate point, and essentially you can, let's see, you spend the fate point, you declare what you want to happen. I'm essentially tagging for effect, so I would make... You're basically compelling him. Yeah. He's spending the fate point. Is there any sort of contested role involved in that, or does it just happen? I think there's a contested role, because I'm basically putting a maneuver... Actually, the probably way to do, yeah, you would make a maneuver, you'd try and make him fall over, you would tag that to help with the roll, and you'd put the maneuver, like, falling on the ground on him. Or prone or whatever. I had this earlier. But if it involves too much looking up, I'll just, I'm doing it more for comedic relief than anything else, so it's not that big a deal if we don't, I don't really. If you guys don't mind, I'd actually like to look it up just so I'm familiar with it. Uh, Yep, that way the next time it doesn't, yep. Exactly. Here we are. Aspects in play. I was trying to think of a more useful way I could do it, but all the combatants seem to be disposed of at this point, or at least incapacitated. We we don't know if that guy is still down or not. Ooh! Hmm. The warlock, we I don't know. We fired into him. Doesn't mean I know anything about whether the warlock is down Well, that's or not. true, okay. They all could have had bulletproof vests, and maybe it, we got them, but we didn't get him. I mean, you can fuck with my guy if you want. <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> It sounded like another idea occurred to you just then. Well, I was just thinking if there was some way I could use the shifting earth to reveal something we didn't already know about the whereabouts of that guy or of his alive or dead status. I can think of a couple ways you could do it. Go for it. Okay, then strike the whole victor thing. I'm going to make a more useful use of my fate point. The earth shifts a bit and causes the house to shift. Since you know where this guy is, I guess I I need some teamwork here because I don't know. I want us to be able to tell what, either where he is or if he's dead. By what sort of general effect? The shifting earth causes debris to fall. Mm-hmm. And in falling, it reveals either he, where he was hiding or it reveals his body. Maybe he calls out in pain. Maybe he, maybe something lands on him. Ah, okay, yeah. Kind of the uh, Hans Reinhardt effect. Yeah. <laughs> Maximilian, <laughs> help me! Sorry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> As the earth buckles one of the dividing walls between you and what is apparently a garage is struck by a falling I-beam that crumples it down and you can see a horrific bloodbath that took place in the narrow opening between the short hall and the garage where the heavy rounds of the AK-47 punched through into a bunch of unarmored women. Oh, shit. At least one is still alive, and she is uh, pushing herself backwards by, like, her one good leg, leaving a trail of blood on the garage floor. 
and she is reaching up and she's helping this man, the big bruiser looking guy, who's dragging one leg, one arm is dangling limply, he's bleeding heavily, and she is still like using her body as a prop to help him as he heads towards a Range Rover looking thing. There's another woman in there, also clearly heavily wounded, and she's trying to start the car without much success. It looks like, like the car itself took some rounds. I would like to self-compel, because yes. I, as a player, am having this quandary, so I figure I might as well benefit from it for my character. Mm-hmm. I'm compelling Faith as a harsh mistress, Yeah, because I'm thinking the compassionate side of my god wants me to help them, mm-hmm. even though I know they may be responsible for a lot of this crap that's going on. So, since I have that choice to make... Is that a sufficient compel as far as you're concerned? Yes, definitely. Okay. Definitely. I'm going to go and try and help them. Go for it. How soon? Just in terms of I can see that they are wounded. I figure as a cop, I have rudimentary first aid ability, at least. I can Mm -hmm. go and try and ease some pain or with whatever meager supplies are at hand, I can maybe staunch the blood or at the very least ease the suffering or at the very least do a mercy killing if it's really that bad. <laughs> okay, well, uh, you have you have a group here of about a dozen people who were cut down in the entrance to the garage. There's the possible warlock and two of his, maybe his thralls, who are okay. still upright. These others were all cut down here in a swath. So who do you want to go to? Because I'm taking a fate point for it, I'm going to go for the warlock and the two thralls. Okay. And yes, I am, by the way, well aware of the hypocrisy of the fact that I just blew some people away myself. You ever read the Old Testament? Exactly. (laughs) I'm just saying that that has not escaped my knowledge. I'm not sure if it has escaped the character's knowledge at this point. Probably not, because that's more dramatically interesting. Okay. Echo looks up from inside the Range Rover, sees you, and gets the car started. She is focused on you with a look of intense hatred. The uh, other woman, who is using herself as kind of a prop to help this guy, she pushes him and says, Look out, Pace! And kind of lays down in your path. That's all she can do to try to block you. Okay. Um, the, big, the big guy stumbles up against the Range Rover. So what are you doing to try to help, as it were? What can I do? He's trying to get to the Range Rover. Okay. You can get there easily. You just have to walk over this woman. All she can do is lay on her side in your way. They're both wounded. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm stating the obvious, but I just want I rip off a piece of my shirt... And I try to deal with her wounds. And as I'm doing that, I shout to him, I can't let you escape in that vehicle. Don't kill him, the woman pleads. And she's trying weakly to push you away. The guy holds up his one good hand. He flinches when you tear off the shirt and drops to his knees painfully. And in a trembling voice, we surrender. I give up. I give up. Okay. Didn't see that coming. All right. (laughs) Well, good then. No, I don't say that. And you're applying, you know, basic first aid, yeah. first response to the woman who is still trying to push you away from Pace. So, Rosetta and Ezra. 
it's not very far to the pylon. You're out beyond the expanded threshold now. So your powers have returned. Good. Rosetta is there. She's got the Warden Sword out. It is up above the pylon. Gleams in the moonlight as uh, she poises to strike. And around the corner come a pair of headlights and a panel van. Okay. Doesn't look familiar. Doesn't look like one of Logan's team, right? No, they usually have some sort of Humvee-type thing right. or something like Is that. Is this still technically the same scene? Yes. Okay. My stress is not going to wipe. I'm going to hex the shit out of that van. Do it. I don't have <laughs> I to don't start. think you take a point of stress for it. Yeah, I'm just going to bring up four shifts of hexing for free and hex away. All right, well, four shifts of hexing to blow out its electronics. Yeah, four will get anything yeah. conceptually complicated more than modern guns. Most cars, including older cars from the last few decades. Thank you. What page is that on, anyway? 258. 258, thank you. Yeah, so basically any car, anything from 1967 and newer will fritz out. One of the headlights explodes. Smoke comes up from under the van's hood. And with a low whining sound, it begins to coast to a stop. Almost immediately, the doors are kicked open, and a pair of ghouls These guys? come out. They do, in fact, look like those guys. They're wearing BDU-type things, army clothes, maybe, to Ezra, and definitely got the body armor on. They look like the same type that assaulted you, or uh, almost the same ghouls that assaulted you. Yeah, uh, fritzed out their van, too. So. God, this morning, just this morning. <laughs> Oh, we just got this back for the rental agency. Rosetta, meanwhile, totally focused and calm, ignores the van, strikes down, cleaving the pylon or the obelisk unevenly in twain down oh, its middle. Snicker snacks it right at the sword, right through the stone. Mm-hmm. I love warden swords. And then turns calmly and assesses the situation. Okay. Logan. Hey, Rosetta. Guess who we're allowed to kill with magic? She nods. <laughs> All right. As <laughs> I want off. Logan. Victor says, I can take him. I've got a good shot. You know he's not talking about the red-haired guy. Oops. Did Moondog have to take a break? I don't know. I thought someone posted a note here. Let me see. Oh, I see. Yep, be right, yeah, back. Be right back. Indeed. Oh, okay. Very good. Well, since a lot of this is happening kind of at the same time, uh, I can tell you sort of what's going on. All right, David, this woman who has sea green eyes and a startlingly large bust. <laughs> startlingly large. Yes. Whoa! It's, I Whoa. don't imagine. Exactly. Bodacious exactly. tatas! No. No, I wouldn't think that you'd actually be like, you know, checking her out or anything. No, no, but no. it's just, that's why I mention it, because it is like, ah. <laughs> She's collapsing. You're able to get the bleeding stopped. It doesn't look like she's hurt too badly. Actually, there was a lot of blood, but she doesn't really look like she's hurt that bad at all. It looked like it was a bad bullet wound, but it must not have been. Maybe okay. this is someone else's blood? Hmm. That could be. Or she's got some sort of healing... Well, Pace, meanwhile, is blubbering. God, please don't kill us! Don't kill us! And he's shrunken down in on himself, covering his head as well as he can with his good arm. 
What were you doing out here? I'm back, by the way. Okay. And Victor has his rifle aimed right at David, who's kneeling over one of the injured women. And he says, I can take him, sir. I've got a good shot. No, hold off. He looks at you, not really questioning, just kind of looks to make sure that he's understanding you correctly, and then nods and puts the rifle back on its sling. Okay, go gather the men. He uh, gives a sharp whistle and a hand signal, and shortly everyone is assembling. What are you doing in the meantime? I am heading toward Pace. Okay. I'm going to secure him. He's curled up on the ground, blubbering, don't kill us, don't kill us, and protecting himself as well as he can. He's got one good arm and one good leg, and he's kind of drawing under the Land Rover. Like trying to reach under it or just trying to get himself under its protection? Trying to retreat under it like a wounded animal. Okay, well, I'm going to grab him, throw him to the ground so he's on his stomach. Echo kicks the door open. I'll kill you! I'll kill you! And she's on your back, pounding away, pulling at your hair, her thumbnails reaching for your eyes. Ah, it's Echo. (laughs) I know it's Echo. Chill. Hasn't changed. (laughs) Echo hasn't changed much. (laughs) I wasn't going to kill him, but... I was just trying to subdue him like a police officer, you know, put my knee in his back, pull his arms up. A torrent of the foulest abuse. (laughs) 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 Did she say anything about my mother or father? Oh, God, what didn't she say about them? Okay, I'm going to grab her arm, and I'm going to hold some of my strength back, but I am going to kind of throw her against the wall. She spits in your face, and you know, she's already under some sort of control. Her soul, her aura is so turbulent and so open, it'd be so easy to feed on her. He said, compelling your white court vampire aspect. I'll take the fate point. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. And I'll feed on her. Oh! In a moment, she's sobbing and crying about how Pace just fixed everything, everything that was wrong in her life, and he's such a a lost soul, and he only wants to help people and and make the world a better place, and they're all one big family, and very very shortly she's unconscious. That's where I wanted her. Do I need to roll anything for this? No, it literally was that easy, because her aura was so disrupted by something. Some sort of influence you haven't run across. But you recognize interference when you see it. It's not right. I'll go back to securing him. Okay. I don't want to hurt him. I don't want to do anything. I just want to make sure that he can't... I want to make immobilize him, basically. Put my knee in his back, pull his arms up and cross them and hold them so he can't do any gestures or anything like that. Victor... Uh, comes forward and efficiently zip-ties him, tying his wrists to his ankles behind his back, ignoring the man's screams of pain as his injured arm is wrenched around. David, there's something not right with her. There's something around not right this time, with a lot of this. You hear gunfire from where the road enters the valley. I'm going to take off toward there. I think Ezra's getting himself into trouble. 
maybe you should stay here and secure it, and I'll go help him. I'm, I'm a cop. It's what we do. He's already gone. Yeah. I, I thought cops stayed in secured areas. You say to his retreating back. <laughs> I know. I say it to myself. <laughs> I turn to Victor. Um, you and the men secure it. If anything causes you any problems and you deem necessary, then you kill it. And then I'm going to use my super speed or inhuman speed and follow. All right. So, out at the threshold, Rosetta vaults up into the air, flying straight up, turning upside down, and a whirlwind lashes out from where she had been standing, neatly avoiding you, Ezra, and plowing into the ghouls. She's got sorts of Kung Fu Wushu powers. <laughs> they stumble back. They have a fragile aspect on them. Unbalanced. Unbalanced. Those are the two who are getting out of the front. Three more are climbing out of the back of the van. Oh, yeah. My turn, then? Mm-hmm. Are they in the same zone as me or a zone away? Totally in the same zone. All right. Well, then I will have to back away out of this zone. Okay. Going up the side into the hills, falling back toward the house. Falling back towards the house. Is Rosetta in the same zone as them? Or did she uh, move when she did yeah, it? Yeah, in fact, it looks like she has landed behind them, close to the group of three ghouls. Ah, so she's in the same zone, too, then. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, then I can't do an area attack against them. I'm going to back away, then, backpedaling. Not frantically, but strategic backing up, and then shouting at Rose and Rosetta. Oh, it's never Rose. Don't call her Rose. That's the warden. In fact, that was how she introduced herself to you. Huh. I'm Rosetta Marshall, not Rose, not Rosie, Rosetta. I don't have any academics, so I don't know any foreign languages. So I'll have to go. Rosetta, get out of the way! Okay. Back up! And, and then I'm going to do a single... Didn't want to take them all out with a berry effect, but I'll have to do it one at a time here until she gets out of the way. Using my uh, scream attack. You can take the chance that she will make a successful defense. Yeah, that's, you know what? Blasting the warden with lightning seems like a bad career move. Hmm, okay, whatever. I, I don't see where you're coming from with that. I don't was. I know, jeez. I know, it's not like you'd be doing it on purpose, even if it happened. Unless Those you darn wanna, morals always get in the way. Unless you want to compel me with my, with any number of things, actually. No, not at this point. All right, fair enough, then. All right, so I flick my wand out of my wrist. My hand. Use my Alfshiren. Uh, rote spell. Weapon 5 attack. I'm at negative 1 because I'm moving. Taking the supplementary action to move out of zone. So, just uh, the closest one. Okay, closest one to you. Yes, random one. One of the two that came out first. Mm-hmm. So I'm attacking with uh, plus 3 to hit. Total. That's a uh, 5 attack. Ooh. And this is a weapon what? Weapon 5. Okay, man. So it's just a uh, high-pitched, I shout out, oh, Shiren! A high-pitched shrieking, you can see rippling in the air where it's just a focused, thin cone of sonic energy rippling the air. Yep. That when it hits him, should vibrate him to pieces. It's defending with fists by running at you. Really? Okay, fair enough. Yep. (laughs) And gets a four. So... Difference one, six, and that's essentially what happens. Yeah, there's slushy ghoul soup and the fragments of clothing and bits of Kevlar drifting down. 
That's uh, one stress for me. A little spell. You know what? I'm going to take a two-point mental consequence. (laughs) It will go away at next scene of hysterical laughter. (laughs) I'm just getting way too into it. (laughs) Ghouls! Oh my god! What's going on? The other one... Just just uh, hysterics, I think, would be fine. Yeah, definitely. The other one lets fly with some sort of automatic weapon, holding it at its hip and pointing the weapon in your general direction. There's a lot of light and noise and heavy blows striking against you, dirt showering down everywhere. Let's see, you have armor too, right? Yeah, I get athletics to dodge. And whatever other defenses you want to do, exactly. So, Don't you have something skin on too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got the armor skin on. Oh, that's the armor skin. Okay, got him. The, uh, that's the uh, blows striking against him. I have my last fate point. I'm spending. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a uh, three attack here with a um, automatic weapon. Oh, it's a three attack. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then it's weapon damage. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, plus weapon damage. Uh, I'm a little bit contrary on my way around guns, so oh, that's yeah. what I'll tag to dodge. That was worse. All right. So I, I know, isn't it? All right. So I hit with a I got a zero then. Ooh. Yeah. So Man. three plus weapon damage. Minus two. You remind me a lot of Dresden. I know. He took a lot of damage too. He did, yeah, although normally he takes a lot of damage, then does the big ass spell. I did it the other way around. Yep. I blasted Cthulhu, damn it. I'm put that up as a win. Well, that makes you unique. Yeah, I would definitely count that as a win also. Yeah, you did kick his ass. Drove it off the scene, and that thing could have caused some major problems. Major problems? Yeah. Though, when David goes all righteous, I want to see what he can do against some stuff like that. Not only can that thing cause major problems, but it seems like that kind of thing would love crafting them as well. Shut up. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Wondering where you're going with that. Uh, uh, Tell me all here, gentlemen, because I have somehow lost where the little weapons chart went. I wonder how many HP oh. that thing's got. Oh, God damn it. Okay, I'm book. I wish I could believe that. <laughs> 202. Thank you very much. I'm going to mark that right now. Can't believe I didn't do that before. Uh, rifles and shotguns, most fully automatic weapons are weapons three. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So, um, attack three, weapons three, so that's, ooh, six incoming yes, stress. Yes, it is. Um, so, good luck. Now, in lieu of taking stress, mm-hmm. I can concede, and consequences, I can concede, right? Yes, you can. As opposed to taking a severe mental, a severe physical consequence, which is what I'm looking at. Did you minus your two out? Oh, oh no, that's yes. four. Uh, yes, you're right. Ooh, that's four. Oh, that's not... four. Oh, I only got three physical stress boxes, so still, point remains. Okay, I'm still trying. No, thank you. I appreciate that because I thought I was good for a second. I, was like, I oh, also I've got, appreciate it. I've got four mental, only three physical. I will concede that uh, they increase my skull, I get knocked out, and they take me prisoner. Okay. So you don't see what's going on around you. Yeah, like they wing me across the skull, clang, sound of metal, but I'm knocked mm-hmm. out. 
they take me prisoner, and then and then something interesting will happen after that. So, Logan, you definitely arrive on the scene first. Damn, inhuman speed. I know, I'm so sorry. So I see a van. Yes. Oh, okay, how close, and I see David being picked up and dragged away, or... Ezra. Uh, Ezra, I'm sorry. Well, I want David to be picked up and dragged away, but anyway. Everyone wants that. (laughs) (laughs) We love you, Um, Eric. Okay. You arrive just... You arrive just as Ezra drops to the ground. Did they destroy that obelisk thing? Uh, Yes, it's um, lying in two parts over on the side of the road. Rock on. Well, I'm going to pick one of those parts up. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I go with the theme. And um, so there's one close to Ezra moving towards him? Or yes, there's and there's some sort of fight going on behind the van also with uh, a couple more ghouls. And it I'm going like to guess that. that's probably where Rosetta is. but And it looks like Rosetta, yep. Okay. Well, I am going to throw this piece of obelisk at um, the one moving toward Ezra. Give me a might rule. And is David close enough to see me? Yes. Can I turn around and wink at him and say, me Hulk, me smash? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Because that's what I seem to do really well. (laughs) Or at least what I want to do the most. With might. Well, he's figuring that out. When he says that, I give him a thumbs up sign and I gesture with my eyes at my pistol and say, I'm the punisher. (laughs) (laughs) I got a three. I don't know if that's good enough. Well, let's find out, because it puts its arm straight out as if it was just going to deflect it. Okay. Like it was just going to bat this hunk of stone aside. Its arm snaps, its torso twists around, but you just broke its arm. It's already healing. You can see it happening. It grins evilly. Did you happen to add the plus two in there for hammer blow? Ooh. Because that would be for just damage, that. not to hit, but just damage. Yeah, well, um, it got a three and you got a three. And if I remember correctly, wait a minute, who do ties go to? I'm so uh, used it's to a, it's a zero. To it's a zero point hit. Ah, yeah. uh-huh, so then... It's a glancing blow that'll do just the weapon damage. So then hammer makes it... It adds two to damage. And I would say that this thing is a weapon. Yeah, that's what I'm um, kind of using it as. I would call it weapon two. Just because it's so unwieldy. That's page two. So that would be four then. Okay. Let me hang on. Because I don't know if it's treated like a weapon or just adds two shifts to the... It adds two shifts to the damage and this thing is a weapon. Okay. Fair enough. I go with that. Yeah. So four. So then, uh, yeah, it puts its arm out like it's just going to deflect it, and its arm folds back into the thing, and it itself is driven back into the van. Its head and chest driven into the engine block of the van by the uh, spear of granite. Nice. Then I'm going to move towards Ezra. That's all I'm going to do this round. David. Well, as the uh, Punisher, I'm going to punish. I'm firing some shots at that thing. Ooh. The one that's um, the one that into the engine block. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you don't even have to roll for that. <laughs> you can t- because it's a motionless target. 
and your rounds disintegrated. Okay. It caused the van to judder a bit as well. <laughs> Let's see a heal from that one. Bitch. Slimy little bastard. <laughs> right. So, yeah, there's Ezra on the ground. Rosetta is stalking back around the van. She flicks some sort of dark icor from a long, curved Japanese-style sword and sheaths it. Hey, watch where you're flicking that shit there, Rosetta. Wiping at his brow. I'll make you a deal. I'll do that if you watch where you're shooting next time. She holds up the warden cloak, and you can oh, see a neat snap. round hole in it. Oh, fair point. Bullets, she says, and gives you a wink. Nice try. Not just any bullets. Righteous bullets. You notice that she's using both arms now, despite the fact that one was in a sling and really badly bruised just a few hours ago. What's the damage? And she uh, crouches down by Ezra. I don't know. I just... That's not my skills. He looks fine. She raises one eyebrow at you. <laughs> really? Me Hawk, he thinks he's fine. Well, nothing, I don't know. Bleeds like, nothing bleeds like a scalp wound, she says. So that might be worse than it looks. David, can you do anything for him? I don't actually have any physical stress. That's <laughs> FYI. David? Can you speak? Uh, I don't have any appropriate... I thought you had first aid. I have rudimentary for... Okay, I'll... Well, you used it back at the house. Well, I'll use it, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not sure it's going to be any good against magical-based... Okay, let's see. Yeah, it looks like a bullet took him along the top of the skull. That part of his hair, it'll humble him, but I don't think it'll hurt him too much. Put a Band-Aid on it, we'll call it even. However, I'm amazed how much I don't know, so I could be full of crap. <laughs> I would totally let you make a roll here based on what... Oh my your... god, he's dead! He's dead! <laughs> dead! Oh. Based on one of your skills or your traits or whatever. Let's see, skills, what do I have? Conviction, no guns, alertness, athletics, driving fists, poor empathy, intimidation, stealth, contact, weapons, endurance, investigation. Not a damn thing that fits anywhere close to first. So you can determine that he needs a hospital or a medic. Can I uh, spend a fate point? Certainly. Medicine is actually under academics, I believe. One of my um, bodyguards is a former military medic. Hmm, Okay. Would that be okay for a fate point? Yes, that works, and please make a note of that. Okay. And I will get on the mic and call him up. There's a delay, and then you hear him, On my way. And Rosetta looks up back toward the house. Wait a minute. What is that? I look at what she's looking at. I feel something. Something I've not felt since... (laughs) Nice. Looking back, yeah, you've got very sharp senses. You're still using your demon unless you're trying to cram it back in. Not yet. Actually, it's fairly well sated, so that would be pretty easy to do. Okay. Well, I will um, try to take him back in then. Okay. I feel like the conflict is over, so good day. We only had one person go down. Ezra. I'm not sure he's thinking it's such a good day. I've lasted an elder god. I'm feeling pretty good about myself, to be honest. I'm looking that up. I remember it's... What's that? 
No, don't worry too much about it. It's sated right now because you took oh, almost okay. all of the energy from Echo. Okay. Okay, so looking back toward the ruin of the house, you can see your men standing in what's left of the garage. They're standing sort of like in a neat group well away from... It looks like a very tall man wearing some sort of long green cloak or something and a woman next to him and there's weird rippling light like light reflected from the surface of the ocean shining all over in the garage what the hell is going on up there I don't know uh, Rosetta she nods it feels remember the summer prince oh, she shakes her head the winter uh, prince yes it's it's Faye, I can... But I don't think it's him. God, I hate Faye. Your medic comes running up. I point to um, Ezra. Take care of him. Then I'm going to head towards the house. we got to get Everything's a closer okay. Everything's okay back there, sir. He shouts. Okay. No problem. You take care of him. And you can hear Rosetta. You got this? Yes, ma'am. All right, vampire. I'm with you. She rises to her feet hand going to the hilt of her warden sword, and stalks forward. See, warden, we can agree on some things. We agree on a lot of things, she says. I'm with you on that. Let's go see what the hell's going on up there. Hey, David. David I'm following them. You reach the garage. There's light, like summer light reflected from the Pacific Ocean. It's sourceless, but it's all over the walls. It's shining on the floor as well. Standing next to the Range Rover is a tall figure. It turns to face you, and it's a bluish green. Its perfect skin is bluish green. It has one blue eye and one green eye. It's wearing a long cloak made of rolling surf and kelp. Made of rolling surf? Rolling surf. And kelp. That's a thing. And about its head is a shimmering halo of watery sunlight. The rays of light seen when submerged underwater are all about its head. Standing next to it is the woman you were helping earlier. Her nakedness is now covered in like a sealskin cloak. That's the one with the shockingly large breasts. Those, yes. Those special forces guys... Have really thick skin, so she should be in they good shape do. there. And it's warm. Plus, they often have cool tattoos. That's right. No, she's wearing what looks like a seal skin cloak and maybe a bodysuit of the same material. Uh, and she's clutching that around her. The thing regards you with a um, aristocratic air and then smiles, showing mother of pearl teeth. Hmm. How's it going, um, surf and turf? It nods, an applicable name. I am the Tilrianshi. Thank you. What do you want here tonight? This, it points to Pace, took from me something which was mine. And it points to the woman in the sealskin outfit. I would ask that you deliver it to me and mine for justice. Um... David, this is your area. Justice. We don't even know who you are. 
What makes your justice supersede ours? I am the Tilrianshi. And I am the champion of Yahweh. I recognize you, vassal of the white god. We can throw titles around, if you'll pardon the colloquialism, till the cows come home. It's not going to change anything. Why should your justice supersede ours? Yeah, he's ours. It may be as you say, but I would dearly love... The grown-ups are talking. I would dearly love (laughs) to have this being delivered to me. It was an affront to my honor to have one of my own taken from me so blatantly. If you deliver this being from your justice into mine, I would be indebted to you. Am I familiar with the name that he keeps? I know I as a player am not. Is my character by any chance? You could give me a quick lore roll. Uh, It didn't ring any immediate bells, but... What the hell? I don't. I'll, I don't have that skill, but I can see if I can get. I've got it in spades, but I'm unconscious over here. Yeah, I wonder if I let's see. Guide That's my what hand. You get, sir. Wouldn't help. I could use one of those revelatory God inspiration things right about now. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember how to bring them about, or how to roll for them, or check for them. You could certainly spend a fate point. All right, I've got plenty. I'll do that. I'm, that brings me down to five. I'm going to roll it just to see if I have any chance. Okay. I'm at a zero, so I don't expect anything. And I'm still at a zero, so I'm clueless. Yeah, despite my spending the fate point, I'm at minus four, so I don't think I... (laughs) Damn it. All right. Well, it was a shot. I have a fastness here, it says. Known to you as Isla Verde. This is the realm of me and mine. I am a... Member of the Summer Court of no small standing in these lands. I have watched your recent activities with interest. And I am most grateful to you for rescuing my vassal. One moment for a conference, please. Of course. If you will permit me a gesture of good faith. It whispers to the woman, and she takes off at a jog toward the area where your medic is and all that. Yeah. David, my opinion is that we give him. What do you say, Rosetta? She looks back and forth. It's nothing to me, really. I was just going to cut off his head. We don't have the time for the trials or anything anymore. As long as he's meeting justice, and I know the Fae are known for their creative sense of justice, it's fine with me. David? I'm not thrilled about the idea of giving this guy over to them. I am not exactly... A big fan of the Fae, but neither are you. Well, let's think of it this way. We can either give him to the Fae guy, or we can let Rosetta cut his head off. Because that's what she seems to want to do. So, I say we give him to the Fae guy. Ezra, weird clicks and whale songs, the gentle sound of surf, the feeling of being buoyed by the warm Pacific. You rise slowly to consciousness. Huh? Oh, 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 God, what happened? Cool. There's a, a seal, there's oh, no. a seal looking shot. at you. Or, no, no, it's just a woman in a sealskin outfit, like a sealskin suit and a cloak of the same material, a hooded cloak. But for a second, 
Oh my god. Is this the really well endowed girl? Yes. Oh my god, candy tits. I mean, hello. What? Cool. I'm sorry. Brain damage, sorry. Got hit in the head. Well, you know, you're never going to survive unless you get a little crazy. No, she says. That is sealed. That is true. Moselle. (laughs) And she reaches out to take your hand. I'll stand up. Or I'll stand up. Your friends need your help. (laughs) My friends need my help, huh? That's typical. Put your your arm around me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) No problem. Uh, okay. And she it's leads you loopy. back. What do I have to roll to know what a selkie is? You know what a selkie is. I know what a selkie is. I know a selkie when I see one. That explains a lot, too. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> a little wing in the head. A little loopy. Okay. No worries. Rose? I, I mean, Rosinda? Rosetta. Rosetta? Sorry. Probably a little concussed. Sorry. And, yeah, there's a big old face standing here. Holy. Good day, sir. And he wants pace. He wants pace? He wants pace. Why do you want pace, my lord? We are pleased with your respect. It gestures. The warlock here, this thing. He's a warlock? Oh, makes it easy. But continue, please. I told you that, Rosetta says. I've been... Bonked in the head by a bullet. I'm sorry. Took something that was mine. Points to the woman who helped you down here. I would be indebted if you would turn it over to me so that I could regain the face I have lost. All right. Give me one second to confer. Guys, huddle. Look, Rosetta is just going to cut the guy's head off. And to be honest, it's not bad to have an in with the fae. And if you're gonna, the summer court's probably way to go, all things considered. So I got no problem handing this guy over, but I would like to question him a bit first so we can find out what the heck was that thing in the garage. That seems reasonable. Oh, yeah. I did some reading up about that, Rosetta said. Oh. I think I've got an idea about it. That would have been useful to know before we came into this. Well, we were a little bit busy. I know. I mean, if we had a car ride on the way here, we could have discussed it. Actually, anyway. we had a jog, which was your choice. Yeah, but we rode to here to jog. Oh, I met you here. Oh, that's right. Well, uh, he's sorry. really I, mixed up. I've been bonked in the head by a bullet. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I shot Cthulhu. Did you see that? Oh, by the way, you're welcome. What? You're welcome. For what? Well, David and I saved your life. Did you? We did. Yeah, we pretty much did. You owe us. I'll get back down that. So let's interrogate the guy real quick and then give him to the Fae. If they're okay with that. No problem. I'll talk to him. Forgive me, uh, Fae Lord. Uh, what, what, I, I, I did not catch your name. Tirlianshi, Rosetta whispers. Tirlianshi. Surf and turf. No. Can I make a lore check to see if I recognize that name? Yeah, give me a quick roll. Uh, six. Oh, yeah. Obscure figure... Banished from the main social circles in fairy a long, long time ago for some sort of offense. Sent out to some boondocks like the far marches, the barbarian territories, apparently here. Traditionally was in charge of islands, 
and sea folk and all that good stuff. All right. So, yeah, his story checks out. Anyway, <laughs> we will be more than happy to turn over the warlock to you after you allow us a few moments to question him for our own investigations. Hmm. I find this agreeable. Excellent. All right, Pace. All right, Pace. What's up with the far gate and weird technomagic in your barn? He seems oddly calm. He's standing there sort of swaying. It looks like his wounds have been bandaged with kelp. And the sunlight is kind of playing over his face. He's got a soft smile. It came to me in a dream, he said. Well, dreams. I'd wanted to help them, but early on, well, when I was younger, I didn't know what I was doing. I took out the wrong parts of their minds, and they got weak and collapsed. The chair helped me fix them. Helping It shored everyone up. My girls, he says. So you're mixing with people's brains? Faith and Daniela and Charlie and Jerry and Noemi and Brianna and... Rather have a bottle in front of me than have to have a frontal lobotomy. They had so many problems. The world is just so cruel, especially if you're a beautiful woman and... I just wanted to help them. I took out all the bad things. And did what with them? Put good things in. <sighs> you're, you're, and where's the uh, dimensional gate come in with this? That all came to me in a dream. I, I worked on it and I started to forget. I worked so hard. I think I just, I, I... His eyes starting to twitch, and the calm smiles leaving his face. It looks like he's struggling to get a word out. He's violating so many laws right now. It's like, there's the third law. There's the seventh law. Probably the, the first law. There's so many. How many times can you cut off someone's head, Ward? Regrettably, only once. Rosetta says. Sure, there's but it's sufficient. The Castadon Yantik is in him. What? The Kastadan Yantik, the ancient enemy, the outsider, as you call it. This is the Fey Lord saying this? Mm-hmm. Kastadan Yantik. It will not let him speak of it. I can remove it from him so that he can appreciate what I will do to him. Oh, oh, I like that. That's Rosetta the gives the, the substance of nods. The Fey version of taking a guy out behind the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit country. A little bit. Yeah, by all means, Lord She, please. And there goes my alarm. So I think about time to wrap up. Yep. As yeah. you can probably hear from the scuffle going on in the background there. <laughs> Mom is home. Okay, so real quick. Next week, do you guys want to continue with making the decision? Or do we have a clear decision at the moment? I think we have no problem turning him over to the she. I would like to remove the Tafta Danyantik and find out a little more about it before we do it. But yeah. Yeah, I agree with him. So, unless Logan has a... I have no problem with turning him over. I like the indebtedness. <laughs> hey, guess what word you can spell with these bloody letters? 
aside from candy tits. What? Costa Danyantic. Oh. And Rosetta again gives a quick nod. I'll be damned. We find this agreeable. Our vassal, it uh, points to the woman, will deliver to you what information we are able to gather. I find that agreeable. Agreeable. <laughs> sorry. No. I, need, I, need, I need coffee and beer and, and a lot of it. I'm sorry. The transfer is done, then. And, mortal wizard, consider my healing a boon with no, it looks for the word, strings attached. That's novel. Thank you. You shall not have cause to regret this. It sweeps out its cloak, gathering pace under it. There's a rumble and then a splash. And where it and the woman in the sealskin outfit were standing, uh, there's like a column of seawater that just pours down onto the ground. And that's all. Show off. Hey, Ezra. <laughs> huh. Consider my saving your life uh, a boon with strings attached. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> now let's go get you that beer. Oh, yes. Several. Amen to that. All right, so I'll do a bit of wrap-up for Where this. Where the hell that uh, go? Wait a second. Yeah. Oh, okay, we can do some quick wrap-up then. I was thinking of doing that real quick next week, just given time constraints. But Echo survived. She's unconscious and in dire straits. Uh, you can tell that much. What do you mean dire straits? Her vitals are low. Oh, she took bullets. Yeah, but it looks like she pretty much got nicked. There's something else. It's almost like she's in shock. You probably should get her to the hospital. We probably should, yeah, before the beer. Yeah. Four of the women here were killed. Rosetta is none too happy about that. As Who shot the girls? It was an accident. Okay, that means we've got to drop Echo off at the hospital and then run. You, well... Well, no, because if if we bring her in with bullets, that's a police report. Well, we could take her to my house. We have a physician on staff. I'm unaware that you fed off of her. <laughs> what? Yeah, I guess we can do that. My family will help her bring her back. We'll just call an anonymous tip in about the uh, other slaughter. I think that was David's gun. He went berserk. What? David? David is being... That God's will Strangely be? silent. And when you say that, he almost looks like he's been slapped. But he quickly hides it. We have to have a talk about gun control, David. <laughs> you know, the police who pay for, you know, you could take it in and give it to them, and they might give you some money. I think they were thralls, Rosetta said. So it's unfortunate. But it was a combat situation, and these things do happen. Yeah. As for you, vampire. Yes? Keep a leash on your dog next time. These women did not have to die. Okay. Or I'll neuter him. Uh, as you say, Warden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still slightly hysterical. As for the others, see to it that they get the best treatment you can afford. Of course. You have my word. And she picks up one of them in a fireman's carry to help load her into the uh, Range Rover. All right, we've got some of that wrapped up there. We can do a bit of further wrap-up next time. But that's pretty much it for this part of the story. All right. All right. So what I suggest is next week we kind of wrap this up. 
and then possibly start in on something new, but we'll see how we feel after we put a good stamp on this one. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And I will talk to you all next week. All right, okay. sounds good. Good job. See you guys next week. Mr. GM extraordinaire. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. Wonderful job. Thank you for a great session, guys. And there you have it. Another session of Dresden Files has come and gone. But, as always with these sessions, it seems to generate more questions than answers. So I ask again, as I often do and often will, where do you think it's going? I look forward to hearing your answers and reading them on Facebook. Because, as I said, the comments no longer are functioning on the blog. You need to like us on Facebook to comment on the issue. And you can find our Facebook page by doing a search for Monkeys Took My Jetpack or going to our website at mtmjetpack.com. And there's a link there to the Facebook page. Or you can send us an email at feedback at mtmjetpack.com. You will get a response either way, but... If you want to generate discussion amongst many instead of just one or two, I encourage you to post your comments on Facebook. So, next issue? I'm not sure, actually. There'll either be another Dresden session or there'll be a one-shot. I kind of like to break the stories within the story up, if I can. And so, we'll see. Until then, this is Blind Geek, thanking you for listening and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You've got to keep it fired up and always let it soar.